Okay. okay. Anyway, you're starting us off. Yeah. Um, Drum roll, please. Well, I'll be honest. Tess and I just talked while recording about The Bachelorette for a good, let's look, six minutes. Yikes. <laughs> so we're going to dive in. Hi, and welcome to the I Love That podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Tess. And we're here to remind you that sometimes life sucks. And that's the cold, hard truth. So join us as we journey through life. From the I Love That moments to the days that make you say, what the heck is going on? Listen up as we talk about community, health and wellness, your faith walk, and the balance between work and play. Today is the last episode for community, which I'm kind of sad about. I think this is honestly, if I could narrow down our four topics, this is my number one. I think it's the one I'm the most passionate about. Me too. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because we're people, people. We're people, people. So community, so much community everywhere, but when... I think about community and what it really boils down to. I think of my hometown of good old Hart, Michigan. Oh, Hart. And I looked it up. I think the number of people in Hart, like the city of Hart, is 3,000 oh, or something. That's, that's the such city. a cute little that's town. That's the city of Hart. Clearly, Hart pulls from yeah, it's like very all, rural all community. of Oceana County. But that's small. That's small. That's small. And... I used to hate it. Like I couldn't wait to get out of there after high school and go to college and live in the real world. But something about growing up in a small community is so special. And the older I get, it's the more I realize it's all about the relationships Yeah, with the people you grew up with, your family being close to you, your church, your school. Even though everyone knew everything about each other and i mean everything (laughs) everything there's just such a connection that you have knowing that people really do have your back and it's different than like the community the little communities that form in big cities that small community yes has your back but gosh small towns they stick together man there's nothing like them yeah they may be small but the community's large exactly And I feel like, quite honestly, that sense is what everybody seeks. Mm -hmm. I think that even if you were born in a big city or you were... I was born in a big city. (gasps) You were? Mm -hmm. Seattle. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You're Mm -hmm. a West Coast girl. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, I only lived there till eight. Because your sibs are older than you. So they kind of grew up in Seattle. Yeah. So Josh and Jesse, the two oldest, they graduated all the way through high school in Seattle. Dang. Yep. And then Caleb, he was entering freshman year of high school when we moved here. So pretty much his whole grow up was Seattle too. Wow. So you're kind of like born in Seattle, but raised in a small Which is funny because when you ask my siblings- they are like, what? Like Caleb has a little bit of it, but 
I was the one that you were like grade school, high school, came back from college. Like heart was your home. Yep. Yeah. And I had a similar experience growing up. I can honestly relate more to heart than I can to our current residents of Ludington, yeah. uh, where Anna and I both live, mm-hmm. because I grew up out in the boonies. Out in the sticks. Out in the <laughs> sticks. Like I always say, punch it in Google Maps, it won't even take you to my house. Yeah. Like, so, and there is, it's like, there's something about, even though it's a small group of people, being able to say that everyone in my neighborhood knows me and has my back. So it is a very powerful thing to be able to experience. And I understand that some people crave the big city life and some people crave remote living, but there's this delicate balance and this happy in-between when it comes to, and I say small town America again, because that's where we grew up. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know that in Italy, there's such pride in their small villages and yeah. all over the world, there's these microcosms of community mm-hmm. that they have babies together. They grow up together. They grow old together. Yeah. They know each other's lives. They served in war together. They came home. Like everything yeah. they did was like an extension of their own family. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it's been like mm-hmm. really growing up how we did. Yeah. And as much as I wanted to run from it at certain points in my <laughs> life. Right. Ultimately, it's what I've come back to and mm-hmm. what I have found true honest comfort in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely think there are those people who grow up in small towns and really do want nothing to do with them. For sure. And that's totally fine because there some people just aren't meant for small town living. Yeah. And that's perfectly okay. But yeah, for me and you, it's it's kind of like it almost just like kind of draws you back. It does. It's familiar. It's comfortable. And one of the biggest things I've noticed is it's so much slower. It's so much more low key. Um, And that's just how I operate as a person. Yeah. At least how you find peace in operation. Mm -hmm. Like I know you. Like you are capable of operating at a high speed. Yeah. But over an extended period of time, it might not be the healthiest thing. No. So like being able to have the flexibility to just like slow down Mm -hmm. head over to the coffee shop yeah get a cup of coffee yeah chat with the baristas Mm -hmm. yeah i'd be interested to hear the perspective from someone who grew up in let's say well i guess max that's true but he was homeschooled so it wasn't like he was run into school and then like that's true hanging out with his friends afterwards and going wherever but he played sports and stuff so i guess but I'd be interested in hearing the perspective from someone who grew up in like Chicago or, oh my gosh, New York. For sure. (laughs) Because I think they would have to find their moments of slowing down and having that place that's just like their moment to catch a breath. Yeah. So I'd be interested to hear what that is for them. And maybe it's not that much different than us. It's just in a bigger city. And honestly, that's that's a great segue for this thought that I've been thinking about all day today. Mm-hmm. And it really boils down to what do we crave in community? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be so bold as to say that there are certain things that I think 
everyone across the globe craves in community. Um, I think the first thing that people crave is there is a sense of people mm-hmm. like connection connection yeah have whether it is with your barista that you see every day in mm-hmm. the same coffee shop yep or your uber driver that takes you to work every day your bank teller who knows you got a new car <laughs> your bank teller <laughs> that knows who you got a new car yeah but i find even when elliot and i we've been very fortunate to be able to travel for the last eight years um over summers because of our education schedule mm-hmm. and whether we are all the way in Europe or we are on the East Coast or Colorado, wherever we are, we always try to find like a place mm-hmm. that we can go to two mornings in a row. Yeah. Where it's like we can hope that the same and I say barista because coffee is a great sense of community. Yeah. Um, shout out to the Red Rooster. <laughs> and so we can go to and have an espresso and have the same person make it a couple times. Right. Or we would find a restaurant that we would eat at every night because like we wanted to have the same waiter. Yeah. So there's that sense of like your instinct when you land someplace, mm-hmm. whether it's new or familiar, yeah. Is connection. Yeah. That reminds me of a scene in Have You Watched This Is Us? the show this no is us. i've been told to watch it but i'm kind of prone to avoid sad things it's a little heavy so that's so. why I, I just i watch it through other people but there's a scene where um one of the families moves to philly and this girl meets this boy and he's like showing her around philly and they walk into in his words the best um philly cheese steak restaurant in all of philly and when he walks in, everyone's like, hey, hey, how's it going? Because they all know him. Yeah. And she was just kind of felt like, oh, like I'm, I just feel so like out of place out almost. Of place <laughs> and like nobody knows me. And he was like, what's wrong? And she's like, it just, it feels weird. Nobody knows me and everyone, you know, knows you and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, okay, okay. And then he walks her outside and he's like, go outside, go outside for a second. And she's like, okay. And then he goes, I want you all to say hi to, I don't think her name's Taisha, actually. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Let's call her Taisha. Okay. He's like, I want you guys to all say hi to Taisha when she walks in. Yeah. So he walks out and then he grabs her hand and walks her back in. They all yell, hey, Taisha, we're so glad you're back here. We're so glad to see oh you again. Oh my gosh. And she just like lit up because they all know her name they all know her and that just reminded me of that because even in a place you've been one time in your life coming back a second time coming back a third time there's just that connection and that familiarity that binds you to that and i would have to agree globally that is how people find their comfort that's how people find their peace and relaxation and that is so important and i really feel like if we could boil it down that is true community Mm -hmm. and i think that whether you find comfort in solitude or being with a lot of people or you're an extrovert or an introvert or you love to stay in or go out Mm -hmm. or you love work or you love play like whatever it is i just think that with seven billion people on this planet yeah the thing that we all want is we want to feel connected. Mm-hmm. Like we try to do things to make our world feel smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, you 
you friend people and you follow people on social media from across the globe or you stay in touch with foreign exchange students Mm -hmm. or we travel like but wherever we go and whatever we do I just think the first thing that you think of is like I want to connect like I want to be a part of this community even if it's for a short while Mm -hmm. and I think of you know Anna and I are part of a pretty large community group here in Lettington of 20 some 30 some year olds a large community and a small community a large community and a small community yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we've we've dubbed ourselves the the wet your whistle group because we uh pre-covid would get together um on wednesdays and all just have a drink together and mm-hmm. catch up on life and yep. any week there would be from 10 to 25 of us um gathering at the mitten and quite honestly like that is what so many of us looked forward to it was just that time in a week where you could sit down with people that you saw regularly or only saw once a week or once a month, like whatever you could make time for mm-hmm. and just connect. Yeah. And the beauty of that, too, is you're clearly not going to connect with all 25 people. No. But you always connect with someone different. Yes. Every single week. I agree. And I think like that's another aspect of it is like being able to be a part of these communities where it's like you can grow relationships that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't naturally grow. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of bumped into these situations with people that you might not choose to sit down and have Mm -hmm. coffee one on one with. But you find that you have this similarity or. I know it's funny, too, because our group has everyone from the most. Introvert attitude and lifestyle to like the most extroverted and they are always the ones who end up talking to each other (laughs) absolutely (laughs) which is really fun it is um it kind of it reminds me too um you know the bible says so many times how important community is like we're meant to be with people we're meant to spend time with other people and it even says where two or three are gathered in my name i am there and that I always think about that because whether it's you and I, two people sitting here to a group of 25 people, I fill my cup either way. Absolutely. Because I'm with someone else. I'm pouring into someone else. Someone else is helping me fill my cup. And that is so important. It's so important. And I just feel like, you know, pre-COVID, currently in COVID, post-COVID, I think the thing that has held true is this drive to connect with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was the first thing out of COVID that we made popular? Zoom. Yeah. Like it was the first thing. Yep. Like as humans, we felt this disconnect because of distance, because of a pandemic. We all knew what was right for each other. So mm-hmm. we withdrew. We tried to be safe. But the first thing in our mind, the first thing for tech developers was like, how can we connect people? Right. And it was whether it was virtually or in person, Mm -hmm. we were going to make it happen. And quite honestly, that was the very first thing. Mm -hmm. Like we had to figure out how we could connect with people. And the the cool thing about Zoom, too, is it's so much different than your typical like social media site where you say you're connected, but are you really connected? Zoom is face-to-face just over yeah. a screen it's like you i mean can you and i've got could, makeup on or yeah. not or <laughs> you and i could sit here and do our podcast over zoom and have it have the same effect exactly which is super cool um and so i think that's also a, an important 
thing too is when this pandemic lifts yeah. and i pray that it lifts soon because <laughs> thank am, you to all of our amazing scientists who are working yeah. their butt off to get us there mm-hmm. i just want to encourage y'all to get out there and find community face to face not just over social media and we've Absolutely. talked about this before we have yeah social media is such an incredible tool and it does help us stay connected in a way but nothing beats genuine face to face conversation because it's just that it's yeah. a tool mm-hmm. it's not a replacement yeah so i really think our encouragement for you guys this week as you're listening to this is just to What we wanted to hit home to you is the importance of connection Mm -hmm. and for you all to just kind of sit back and reflect on your life and your interactions and your travels and your day-to-days and just be able to realize that our desire is to connect with people. And even if it's one person in your life that you pour your heart out to or if it's 25 people in your life that you see week to week, there is such a natural desire in all of us as humans to connect with other humans. And so we just encourage you to do just that. Find time. And right now we understand that it looks different. A coffee date might be replaced with a phone call. Dinner might be replaced with Zoom. But don't forsake even that. Yeah, definitely. And guys, we understand sometimes it can be a little daunting reaching out to someone you might not know very well or an old friend you haven't talked to um, in a while. But there are so many tools, whether it's reaching out through text or Facebook, that make it just a little bit easier. You don't have to run up to their house and knock on their door and proclaim, I want to hang out with you. I want to get to know you more. That is the one thing social media does. It makes it so much easier to access people in such a nonchalant way. You have so many tools at your disposal to meet people. That's all we're asking. Put yourself out there, go for a hike, have dinner together, whatever it is. You deserve someone by your side. Because connection matters. And remember, it's innate in everybody. That closes community in season one. We still got a few more episodes left in a few of our other categories, but you guys, seriously, if we can drive home any point to you, community is the most important thing in our lives and you should really consider pursuing it. I love it. I love that. The I Love That Podcast is hosted by Tess Ambrose and Anna Command. Music licensing by Musicbed. Hosting by Anchor.fm. Produced, edited, and mixed by yours truly, Micah Butler. You can find the I Love That Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. All right, I'm about to bring us home. Can I get a connection? Can I get, can I get a connection? Can I get a connection? Ben? Can I get, can I get a connection? And that's a wrap. <laughs> get connected for free. Education. Connection. connection. <laughs> Bye guys. Love ya.